everyone. Welcome to our podcast, One Plus One Makes Two, which may be perceived as more excitement than a week on Rio's Copacabana. No doubt you ask how on earth can this 10-minute episode 32 of our podcast emulate a stay on the Copacabana. And speaking of Earth, Mother Nature is our magnificent guest later here today. Okay, okay, why is this episode reeking of excitement? It's because this episode is 10 minutes of common sense and fun. Rare sorts in today's world, even though common sense and fun are available to everyone. The dictionary defines common sense as sound judgment in practical matters. But I like my own definition better. I define common sense as the utilization of logical realities to draw conclusions and solve problems. And to ensure that we're all on the same page, here's an example of a situation involving a common sense conclusion. Cars are capable of killing pedestrians, and on a two-way street, they come from the left and the right. So look both ways before crossing the street. Now, parents must teach this to their children. After all, children do not have first-hand knowledge of dangerous situations. So a good parent repetitively instructs the child to look both ways before crossing a street, and in general, to discern danger. As we age, life's experiences teach us common sense and when and where to employ it. I love all common sense maxims. Look before you leap. Don't jump out of the pot into the frying pan. Don't bite the hand that feeds you. Put yourself in another person's shoes. These maxims, and there are many, many more, (laughs) enable a person to have a better life and at times is required for basic survival. Please be remindful. Common sense is a thought habit, a flowchart, a pathway leading to logical conclusions. To reap its rewards, it must be learned and practiced. And we can't forget that common sense is applied in all professions to solve the simplest to the most complex problems. Okay, that completes the preamble for today's topic, which is motivating change. And let me specify, the elimination of climate change is the change of which we speak. And how might our humble podcast, One Plus One Makes Two, motivate the entire U.S. population to consume only green energy? I'll tell you how. Fear! Yes, the emotional horror known as fear is our motivating force. So let us now begin with fear number one. Total U.S. energy production by fossil fuels increased 1.12% in the year 2022 compared to 2021. One would think that with the increase in need for green energy, There should have been a decrease in energy derived by oil and natural gas in the year 2022. Disappointing, isn't it? Fear number two. Only 20% U.S. total energy production is derived from the green sources of hydro, 
wind, solar, and nuclear power. And it is estimated that this will only increase to 40% of total energy production by the year 2050, due primarily to political opposition and economical resistance by America's prevailing comfort culture. The simple conclusion is, in the year 2050, 60% of all U.S. energy being produced will continue to be produced by oil and natural gas. Fear number three, humans cut down over 15 billion trees worldwide per year and only replant approximately 5 billion for a net loss of 10 billion trees per year. Listeners, at this rate, in 300 years, we will have no trees on this earth. Here in the U.S., in the year 2021, 4.2 million acres of forest was destroyed for human use. Why, listeners, that's a land grab which necessitated the murder of over 506.4 million trees. And let's face it, in America, due to the formidable negligence of the media, government, educational system, and parenting, the U.S. majority remains ignorant, indifferent, or annoyed by the massive behavioral changes required to halt climate change. And oh, listeners, as in most of our past episodes, Mother Nature is blessing us with her presence here today in our studio, personified as a woman of stunning beauty. Confirmed, Bob. You know, I begetted life. And evolution has amassed a humongous variety of species, only of which two are popularized as burying their heads in the sand to avoid danger. True, Mother Nature. Uh, well, I didn't know there were two. I know ostriches, they do that. Right, Bob, but the other one is uh, humans. Ostriches and humans. And humans are able to bury their heads much deeper than the ostrich. Yes, dear mother. A, a most lucid uh, observation. Crystal clear, Bob. You ought to flip the coin now and get on to the humorous side of life. Because this is not humorous. This is deadly serious with the emphasis on the word deadly. <laughs> Thank you, great mother. Listeners, some realistic advice from our, from Mother Nature. And we will take her advice and get on to our five-second to five-minute preparation time entrees. Tantalizing but bland to the most cynical, epicurean of tastes. Perhaps, maybe, regardless... The entree that we have chosen for this episode 32 is the chef's salad. There's nothing more exciting than a good race. And we will be racing against the most consistent, unyielding adversary of them all. Time! We win if the preparation time of our chef's salad is less than five minutes. 
The race began when I pressed the start button on my wristwatch, followed by long, quickened strides to the refrigerator, where I grabbed two eggs and a head of lettuce, placing them on the counter while I rummaged through a kitchen cabinet in search of a pan to boil the eggs. And egads, Jehovah was not there to care, when while searching for the pan, one of the eggs rolled off the counter, conspiring with gravity to smash on my left foot. I'll say it for you, the yoke was on me. My chest and stomach contracted with pain, knowing that cleaning off this mess off the floor, my shoe, my sock, would prolong my preparation time. Thus I stood frozen by the counter, emotionally paralyzed, with an exploding awareness that I would remain unnamed in the culinary preparation time section of the Guinness Book of Records 2023 edition. A regret I might carry to my deathbed and bear in the afterlife. Such were my thoughts until a eureka moment. Borrowing an idea frequently resorted to by profligate politicians, I decided to transfer, for practical reasons, the time spent cleaning up the gelatinous mess on the floor, my shoe and sock. Yes, that this time be transferred from the heading preparation time to the heading cleanup time. And I pray to God that the Guinness Book of Records does not disqualify me on grounds of a misappropriation of a timed event. Bob! Oh yes, Mother Nature, I didn't know you were listening. Bob! God does not approve misappropriations of anything. Only humans do, especially politicians. So zip it with the recognition wishes and get on with the chef salad preparation. Yes, Mother Nature, I was just hoping. For what, Bob? Wistful recognition now turned defunct? Zip it! Let me joylessly thank you, Mother Nature, for sharing your pervasive stoicism with us today. I will, as you say, classify the 2 minute 43.8 second interval spent cleaning the floor, my foot, and sock as part of my preparation time. Good for you, Bob. Too bad you didn't wait until you had created and eaten the salad and then cleaned up the mess. This would have permitted the 2 minute 43.8 seconds you spent cleaning up the mess to be classified as Clean-up time! Holy, holy, Bob! <laughs> what do you say? Well, Mother Nature, I'd say that you are an unfeeling woman. You got that right, Bob. I told you that day one. And hey, Bob, now's a good time to tell your listeners that while dwelling on your, shall we say, extended preparation time, you cut a good half inch down into your left index finger while slicing a cucumber with a five inch razor blade given to you by your buddy Jake the carpet installer. He was right, Bob. It cuts carpet, cucumbers, and fingers faster and deeper than a kitchen knife. Too bad those seven stitches you received at the ER 
minutes and two seconds. My Mother Nature, you are extremely successful personifying a noisome, obnoxious woman. Listeners, our time's up. Um, we never did finish preparing the uh, chef salad. Uh, the ER doctor said I mustn't get the stitches wet. So, um, <laughs> our preparation and uh, the, the salad will be completed after my finger heals in a couple of weeks. Good for you, Bob. Now say goodbye to all your listeners. No. Oh, come on, poopsie-bootsie-bopsie-poodles. Come on. See you next time. There, I said it.